Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This week is our, I think, 325th episode. You are correct. It's a landmark episode. Quarter of the way from 300 to 400. That's, you know? That does not seem like that should be the case. Kind of scares me a little bit, Chris. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's happened. It's, it's so. amazing. It's real. It's it's really interesting. We're gonna have to deal with it. I mean, this is this is my goal yeah. to make the next 325 episodes yeah. better than the last 325 episodes. Totally, let's do it. <laughs> I'm uh, in. We're gonna give away a uh, new movie every single episode. <laughs> I mean, I didn't sign on for this, Chris. <laughs> I mean, that would make it better. Yeah, for, I mean, for I feel someone. Like, I feel like yeah, yeah. It might make it way worse for us. Oh, you know, that's if true. we're having to pay for a bunch oh, of man, you know a, a bunch of giveaways here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just gonna go to a garage sale and get a bunch of DVDs. I'm down with that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then you're going to have to come to Nashville and pick them up. See, my thing is, I, I am I'm more okay with like, okay, so I'll, I'll do a giveaway of a free digital picture of a DVD every single week. You know? <laughs> Just, yes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, this week, we are talking about Marvel's announcement about their, uh, about phase five. Dude, Wait, fa- fa- phase, phase four. 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 Yeah, yeah. Yes. I think that's phase, what I wrote down on phase four. Span, yeah, it's, it's phase four. But they also like they're they like apparently right? have planned oh through gosh. phase five now. Yeah, they have they have to plan. That's what it is. That's what it is. Yeah, they have planned through phase five. This is phase four. Yeah, it spans two thousand and twenty and twenty one. Yes. Also, does that mean we don't get any Marvel movie this fall? So yeah, I think so. Hang I mean, on. like, we're, we're gonna I, be detailing I, I all of this you. later. Okay, Chris. Okay, yeah, we'll talk about it later. It's fine. This it's is fine. all the main. We're it. teasing the main topic. Yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. like we're spending a long time on the tease. That's true. I will say this week we're in the same room. And yeah. last week we weren't in the same room. We didn't tell but we anybody. Didn't ever mention it. I didn't realize I think, until after I like exited no, I, I the podcast. Think, I don't think we needed to. I there think was, we did a really good job. There was only one reference that I left in because it was funny. Mm. It was whenever your t- cat attacked you or whatever in between one of the segments. Oh, really? Yeah, and I like I left it in there of you like you know saying that Gizmo was like going nuts or something like that, <laughs> and uh, and so people like would be like, wait, wait, there's a cat there. Why is there a cat there? Is there a cat, John? You know, there's not usually a cat there. Yeah, so anyway, this is this is what happens with Gizmo is. He loves to go outside. He just wants to go outside all the time. But not like if you let him out there, he's just going to stand there. <laughs> just look around. But we don't let him out by himself because I'm always like, okay, what if a dog comes out? And, yeah. and actually, like there are some like weird, I mean, we live, you live I, kind I, of in the country. I would say like we in, live in the country. Yeah. It's not, you know, country like you and I know country, but yeah. it's in the outskirts <laughs> and it's not the country as in like you walk out your back door and then like you can look across the cornfield for thousands of miles right exactly you know? <laughs> like back home in illinois yeah uh but like you know, i mean there are you know occasionally there, there are skunks around i yeah. don't want them getting messing with one of those things i think you've discussed before dogs, how there are like there there have been some foxes, like some, lots of yeah, foxes. like a, some animal fights in yeah. your neighborhood oh yeah there, I mean, well there were like, uh there were cats underneath my my house that one night that's right uh having a right before i flew out i was like literally packed for a flight and it was like 3 a.m. I should have been asleep. And you're like, guys, I can't deal with this yeah, right no, now. I couldn't actually. <laughs> like I shut I shut it thinking I don't care if they're in there. I'm just shutting it and we're calling animal control in you're the You're talking about the crawl space to your crawl house. Space, like yeah. underneath your house. Not a room in my house. <laughs> and uh, also not like not like under your porch or something no. like that. It's like it was literally under your house. Yeah. Like could have yeah. like popped up through a register or something. You know? Totally. Um <laughs> so anyway, but we take about it on a leash. Yeah. 
So he like he he wants to go outside. So like whenever he we come home, he's all hyped up. Yes. You know? But I came home and uh, I needed a podcast. So uh, I, I see. I see. I wasn't going to take him outside. Yeah. You know. So but like, he wants to. No, he he's wanted like, to. I'm so hyped. I want to so, go. Like, I want to go. He just kept coming over. He like so he comes over. He's like a dog man. He comes over and then he runs to the door real fast. <laughs> and then he like comes back like, why aren't you following me? And then so then <laughs> he's but, like, dude, I thought we agreed. And then he'll come over and he'll mess with you. Well, instead of like messing with me. I had all these, you know, I had like a microphone cable yeah. and my power, c- computer power cable and my headphone cable and uh, my USB cable, all these cables. Oh and he kept just gosh. like grabbing them. And like, like I mean, he doesn't bite hard. He just like puts his mouth on things. Yeah. yeah he's yeah. just like there. And so I try to push him away. And he's like all claws. And he's just like, it's, it's, it was nuts. It was a mess. I love it. I Eventually love it. I was like, I can't handle you anymore. I just love Because I kept pushing him away. <laughs> I just love that he comes over to you and he's he's like he's like dude I thought we agreed we're yeah, going outside we were going outside we were on our way I was over by the leash what happened <laughs> you're dropping the ball man you moron you're on the couch <laughs> we're not doing what, what we're supposed to be doing <laughs> oh man I love it but yeah, yeah we're so, in the same room yeah, this week we are that's good um, what have you been up to this week in between the two yeah yeah you know, two episodes <sighs> I'm trying to remember. Uh, what, <laughs> It's, it's only been been a minute. Uh, what happened this past weekend, man? I don't know what I did. What did you, did you, did you did lose, I lose some days? <laughs> okay, so the the only game thing I'll talk about is I uh, so I finished um, Sonic Forces. Nice, still good. Like, still enjoyed it. Still good. Um, I mean, yes. I mean, this is the thing. You don't ever go to a Sonic game <laughs> expecting the best game you're ever going to play in your life. Yeah, You're, you expect you know a hard B, yeah, you think, or a you hard think, eighty, yeah, you think about solid mediocrity, out of ten, <laughs> yeah, so, solid middle of the road, <laughs> and uh, and then you'll be good. Um, and so that's what it was. Yeah, it yeah. was a solid middle of the road. Um, and I actually I've been going back through and like uh, getting S rank on everything, nice. which was a lot of fun. That's fun. And I've actually gotten better at some of the levels, which is great. I only have. I was expecting to be able to. This is the thing with all Sonic games that mm-hmm. always frustrates the crap mm-hmm. out of me. I really would love, love, love to 100% the achievements on these games. Yeah, yeah. But they are so ridiculously hard, and not in the in 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 the way where it's like I just need to get good. Yeah. It's it's like no, you need to have unbelievable luck to mm. find some of these things, or like you know, spend hours with a game guide, mm. and, and like so. This is the thing. You ha- first, you have to S rank all the levels. Then at, on all the levels, you have to find all six or whatever uh, red rings and make it to the end of the level after you do it. I mean, you can you can do them in different runs, but it has to accumulate to six rings. Then you go through and find um, all the uh, man. I think it's like like three of another kind of ring. What? And then you go through and like oh, it's a t- it's timed rings. It's five timed rings. That's what it is. So, so you have that, to get there before they disappear. And if you do in order, you have to find oh, them in order man. and get there before they disappear. Uh, no, sorry. Those are just in order. You have to do those in order. Then the last one is the moon rings, and those are the ones that disappear. You have to get there by a certain time. Wow. In addition to doing things like finish this level in thirty yeah. seconds, yeah, and yeah. Blah, blah, I'm like, I don't, I don't have the. I feel like that's just. Also, there's a level of like, there's a level of Sonic skill, right? That I feel like I was. Like, it's like, okay, I can hone this down for like a few seconds or like, you know, I, I, I've gotten this run as tight as I can get it. I can maybe eke out like an extra little bit. Right. But then some of those achievements are like a little bit more than that. And I look at it, I'm like, I could maybe get 10 seconds, but I don't know if I can get 20, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's like, this yeah. is, so yeah, that's uh that's, you know, it's, I, I was not, I am not 
that skill well, and, out and of this, Sonic and this game. Is the, 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 I, this is how I feel about most Sonic games, too. Like, so there's a part that I was playing last night. And it's this water level. You're basically in this giant water slide, and you have to like control yourself and not fall out. Mm-hmm. Except for one Sonic. part where it seems, because it gets smaller and smaller and smaller. Oh, Once it gets really small, I kept falling out. And I'm like, why am I falling out? I'm just gonna sit here and not try to steer it anymore. Just touch the, not touch the not controller. Touch, yeah, yeah, made it through fine. Yeah, it's really funny. Like whenever, <laughs> whenever games like you're essentially messing yourself up. Yeah, but they, like they, they, think they, they have, give you control. Yeah, and like make and you they, think that you're in control. And they take it away. Yeah. Anyway, and you're screwed because you're actually messing up the part that's in control. I also love like there was a. Uh, in the same vein, but like Pokemon, the uh, Let's Go Pikachu yeah, or Eevee, yeah, yeah. right? Because they had the motion controls to capture yeah. Pokemon. Lots of people were worried like, you know, like, oh, man, you know, is it possible to do it without the the motion controls, mm-hmm. you know, for accessibility or whatever? And they're like, well, no, it's not possible. But if you set it on a table in handheld mode it, and just press A, like that'll do it. Like it won't. It doesn't automatically mess you up or if whatever. It senses motion. Yeah, it, you have to throw it. So yeah, so if it senses motion, you have to use the motion controls to aim it and stuff. But like, if it doesn't sense motion control, like if it, if you're completely stationary, you can just push one button and, and it'll oh throw gosh, it like for you. Grief. <laughs> I was like, Insane. really? I was like, you couldn't have built like an off function in right? the in the menu somewhere? Like, come on, because it exists. It's yeah. just tied to no motion. <laughs> Um, I also uh, played uh, the uh, the tech test for um, Gears of Gears Five ooh, multiplayer. Fun, yeah. And there's gonna be another one this weekend, so I'll play play that. I'm excited I'm, for Gears. I'm man. really excited, bro. Um, this is the th- I think Gears has the perfect rhythm mm. right now, at least. Where like by the time another Gears comes around, I'm like super amped yeah. for it. And I'm even amped. To, like I think like this is this is shaping up to be. Seems like it'll be the most robust Gears. Uh, yet with you know you have horde mode you also have escape mm-hmm. you have your traditional multiplayer and then you have your campaign like that's a pretty robust game and that's a lot of modes that's yeah. like getting into like call of duty like that's that's the same number of modes that call of duty has yeah but call of duty is a little bit more varied but hey you know yeah so i'm super dude i'm super pumped about that can't wait to like i uh, uh so i was talking to fultron i we both kind of want to go back through and play gears 4 again because like like i remember the end yeah um and he does he's like i remember the end i just don't remember what else happened Not, yeah. like i remember I remember finding spoilers for Gears Four. I remember finding um, uh, what's his face, uh, Marcus Venus. Marcus. Yeah. Uh, but then. Come on. Yeah. Uh, and then he's just a gardener now, though. And then oh, I remember awesome. the end, and that's and I remember being these giant like mechs or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of robots in the first third of that game. Well, like there's the, robots, but then at the end, aren't you fighting like? Oh yeah. Fighting in yeah. a like a giant like it's like a kaiju fight. You're you right. Know? You're right. They're, they did put you. It's I like, thought that was a good like Pacific Rim. I mean, whenever you see like robots that you're fighting, you're like monster versus why, robot. The, there's only a matter of time until we scale this up, and yeah. I appreciated that they did it in the same game. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Just... Um, I didn't play this, but did you happen to see? the uh the stuff that happened in Fortnite over the weekend uh no i did not oh man there was a, a giant robot and monster battle on That's the island right i did see that yeah. i did i did see like lots of people talking about that it was like a giant you know kaiju fight there too that's awesome i have not like i i kind of like i miss it mm-hmm. somewhat i miss i miss the i miss being a part of those events yeah but I don't have the uh, I don't have the desire to like um keep up with that game right now the interesting thing to me like i i over my life 
I have missed certain like n- numerous games. That's one of yeah. them. Uh, like Call of Duty. Whenever I kind of like the first year that I stopped like playing Call of Duty, yeah. like or didn't pick it up, it was like, oh man, I missed that that gameplay. Um, I miss like you know Destiny at times now, yeah. where I'm like, oh man, that gameplay. But then it's like, then I think about the the a ridiculous amount of time that I have to put into it in order to get that satisfaction that I yeah. get out of it where it's like, Oh, I have to really be really good. Get the right weapons like up, uh, you know, in call of duty, like you have to level up to a certain point where you've unlocked yeah. the right weapons. Yeah. And, uh, in Fortnite, it's just like, I got to get my, my building skills back and figure out the remapped controls or like whatever. Yeah. And, well, uh, yeah. And with destiny, it's more of a, like a hundred hour grind. Yeah. So to get to the part that's like amazing. Well, that's 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 the thing. Like I, uh, I'm really looking forward to uh, Call of Duty as well. Like yeah. they released uh, um, just a. They just showed like, oh, this is how multiplayer matches start now. And so like it's you flying in on a helicopter and yep. landing and getting out, which is freaking awesome. It's very so, cool. Like I can't wait for that game either. It's way better than uh the like previous ten like all of the other ones where it's like you just literally just load in and it goes three two one go. You how, know how close do those games come out? Gears five and uh yeah modern <sighs> if warfare. I remember right, pretty close because they're both November, correct? Uh, I don't know. No, I think uh no one is in September. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Modern warfare two thousand nine. It comes out well. Uh, release. It comes out October 25th. Okay, okay. so they're about a month about apart. About a month away. That's, so that's, that's fine. That's honestly the right cadence for me is like cool a game that. every month is uh, is about right for me as far as that goes. Like last year we had Spider-Man, then we had Forza, and we had like, um, can't remember what the, uh, what the November, December, but anyway, like it's just like that's the right, like for me, switching games every month is about right um, yeah. to, to finish up whatever I'm doing. Yeah. Um, we still need to do an episode at some point of like, hey, what are we, uh, what are we going to be playing this fall? I know, I know. Um, but Chris, this week I have been playing some Apex, like off and on. Been really, really super busy, um, so I haven't done a ton of things. Playing some Apex, and uh, and yeah, I mean, it's it's still a ridiculously fun game. I was going to say like with the oh, I missed the Call of Duty gameplay or whatever. This is essentially like that rapid, fast like Call of Duty gameplay. But without the uh, time investment of like, oh, I've got to go through and level up and unlock all the things. Because like, ah, I just drop in, get what I get, and you just kind of move on. Like, oh, either I get the awesome weapon or I get, you know, a Mozambique. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> terrible shotgun. And then, uh, you know, you just kind of roll. But, uh, but yeah, like that's, that's been my, my week is work nice. and then Apex occasionally. Nice. That's awesome. It's been good. Cool. But Chris, yeah. before we get into all the Marvel stuff, we have some news! The news! The news, Chris. The news. All right. This so. is actually also Marvel related. It's, uh-huh. it's you know, it's it's uh, it's the Marvel news adjacent. Yes. Uh, all right. So we've talked about it in the past weeks. Endgame finally beat Avatar for the most successful movie at the global box office. This has been like the story of like ups and downs, Chris, because like yes. there was a time whenever I didn't think we were gonna make it. And then I thought we would like they were going to re-release it, and I was like, "Oh, there's a chance that we're going to make it." And then it's you know, it, now it, then we weren't going to make it, and then now our champion has won. Mm. The 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 people have spoken totally, and uh, and we've now taken down Avatar totally. Um, so this is from uh, GuinnessWorldRecords.com because I couldn't find a short-winded article. <laughs> To read, just gotta go straight to the Guinness Book. And there's man. not even an, an uh, oh no, this is by Craig Glenday. Okay. 
According to Guinness World Records movie consultants, the numbers.com, Avengers Endgame has grossed two, right? Yeah, two billion seven hundred ninety million two hundred sixteen thousand one hundred ninety three dollars at the global box office as nice. of twenty first of July, uh, which is this past weekend. A comfortable five hundred thousand dollars ahead of Avatar's two billion seven hundred eighty nine thousand seven hundred five. Wait, no, seven hundred eighty nine million seven hundred five thousand two hundred seventy five. Hashtag numbers. Yeah. Um, the uh, let's see here. What I wanted to scroll down to. Uh, uh, Star Wars: The Force Awakens, however, remains the most successful movie at the U.S. box office. Mm. It grossed nine hundred thirty six million compared with In Game's eight hundred fifty four million. Mm. But a strong performance overseas, and particularly in China, where it grossed. 629 million has seen the Avengers sequel shoot to the top of the all-time list of most successful movies. Nice. Adjusted for inflation, however, the highest grossing movie at the global box office is slightly more open to interpretation as it involves delving back into early 20th century cinema. What? When box office figures were less comprehensive as well as dealing with ever-fluctuating ticket prices. Interesting. The record currently sits with American classic Gone with the Wind. Yeah. While during its release, it only took in an estimated $393.4 million in actual terms. In today's money, that equates to around $3.44 billion. Dude, that's all. That, I was about to say, like, even, like, whenever that came out, that's, that's a massive amount of money. I know. Um, that is huge. A re-release in late June with a few minutes of additional footage also helped in-game to edge past Avatar. Marvel president Kevin Feige announced the news on Saturday. During a panel talk at San Diego Comic-Con, Disney's chief creative officer, Alan Horn, expressed his thanks to filmmakers and fans. Quote, a huge congratulations to the Marvel Studios and Walt Disney Studios teams, and thank you to the fans around the world who lifted Avengers Endgame to these historic heights. And that's whenever Kevin Feige took out a picture of uh, James Cameron, ripped it in half. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Who says this? Who's saying this? Um, is this still him? Yep, he's still. this is still... Uh, uh, who is this? Alan Horn. Of course, even with the passage of a decade, the impact of James Cameron's Avatar remains as powerful as ever, and the astonishing achievements of both of these films are ongoing proof of the power of movies to move people and bring them together in a shared experience. The talented filmmakers behind these worlds have much more in store, and we look forward to the future of both the Marvel Cinematic Universe and Pandora. I, I, also, um, I, I like, you know, obviously... <laughs> You know, you would like it to be like a uh, like a you know WWE wrestling moment where like they 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 taunt uh, James Cameron like see you for <laughs> Avatar two yeah. you know but yeah. like obviously he's like he's like no we've both done fantastic everyone's doing fantastic yeah it's <laughs> um, the honest route to become the biggest movie of all time Endgame broke records for the biggest domestic opening weekend nice at three hundred fifty seven million dollars beating mm-hmm. Avatar's Infinity War no Avatar's Infinity Avengers Infinity War, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the biggest global opening weekend, $1.195 billion, mm-hmm. and fastest movie to gross $1 billion worldwide, five days. It's because he had to see it. Avatar remains, wait, I, no, 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 that's not right. This is like an updated. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, like they, they just they updated they copy and pasted yeah, something yeah, yeah. here. Okay, okay. I should just be an internet article fact checker. I mean, honestly, like just, you know, editor, you know, that's, here's, that's what it needs. Here's where we stand with the top five highest grossing movies ever. Yeah. Can you look up and see who, uh, what studio released Titanic? Yeah. 
Uh, Avengers Endgame with $2.79 billion. Avatar with $2.789 billion. Titanic with $2.208 billion. And uh, Star Wars The Force Awakens with $2.053 billion. Avengers Infinity War with $2.048 billion. Was it Fox or Paramount? Mm. I feel like it was probably Paramount, but I don't know that for I sure. I looked IMDb, but it wasn't easily found. Uh, oh, the studio wasn't? Studio, yeah. Uh, look it, it up on iTunes. Up. Yeah, that's a good call. Titanic. So if Titanic is Fox, then that would mean Disney owns the top five highest grossing movies ever at the global box office. Looks like Titanic is, oh my goodness, where is it at? Information. It's at, it's at the very it bottom. Paramount. Paramount. I was right. Well, I, I initially thought maybe Fox. Okay, so yeah. the only one that's on in the top five is Titanic. Yep. I mean, I also think like, okay, so. And none of these are original Disney properties. No, they were They were purchased. all bought. Well, I mean, properties, like the Avengers, the movie, like it was, uh, like it was a, was the original Avengers movie a Disney movie? No. no. When did they purchase it? Uh, uh, during which phase? I wonder. Um, I don't know what that, what that date was. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. But it wasn't. I mean, you're right. Chris. None, none of these studios started as Disney, and even some of these movies weren't Disney at the time. That's fascinating. Yeah. Because I like, also like it's like, oh, we want to be the top, you know, top uh, film company. Just purchase your. I'm way just there. gonna buy our way there. Like, yeah. we, you know, take all these these sacks of cash and just buy our way there. <laughs> <laughs> um, August thirty uh, first, two thousand nine. Two thousand nine. Okay. Well, so maybe that was earlier than so I thought. So when was uh, when was the when did the Avengers come out? Good question. Avengers. I mean, I'm just thinking like the Avengers was like the property that did it. Right. So like that's the actually only, it may only have thing. been it may have um, all been. Looks like no, that's Avengers Endgame. Hmm. Iron Man was was 2008. Um, okay, so right right after Iron Man, basically. So it was before Avengers came out. The they, Avengers was 2012. They, so they purchased Marvel in 2009? That yeah. seems a lot earlier than I thought they purchased yeah. Marvel. So it says... Uh, Are you sure? Yeah, that's what it says. That doesn't make any sense to On me. On August 31st, 2009, Walt Disney Company announced a deal to acquire Marvel Entertainment. All right. So the voting occurred on December 31st, 2009. So that's whenever it was approved. So that's whenever it really went through. It would have gone through sometime in 2010. That's crazy. It's fascinating. All right. Well. Is that the news, Chris? We've been waiting for this day for so long. The dark days are over. Dark days are over. <laughs> that, I love how like, I'm just... <laughs> no, that, that uh, dastardly Avatar, man. Personally, I don't care who's on top. I oh, just want it to be cycling. I just want like, it to be, yeah. I want it to move. I, I, I want it to move. I also didn't want it to be Avatar anymore. <laughs> like, I mean, it's been Avatar for a long time. It's been, yeah, too and, long. And uh, too many people have like looked at that and been like, why? Yeah. You know? it's like, I, that's the way I feel. Like, in-game... But, Makes sense. Endgame makes the sense. The culmination of ten years worth yeah. of films yeah. should be the should be the highest grossing movie. I mean, of it should all time. it should make you some money. At exactly. The very least. Avatar, the first in a franchise of which uh, has middling storytelling qu- quality. But the technology, Chris. Uh, sure, to- <laughs> totally. Oh man. Yeah. 
I'm I'm curious <laughs> if Avatar like t- you know two three four or yeah two three four five I think is what yeah. we're looking at. Like I'm I'm curious like what like we know sort of roughly when those I feel like they're like chances are high those get delayed again. Oh um, uh, yeah, I think they're definitely getting delayed again. So, um, I was also reading something in Forbes earlier whenever I decided not to use that article because it was going to take twenty minutes to read uh, that there's a possibility they've been talking about re-releasing avatar <laughs> into theaters again leading up to the release of avatar 2 of course which i mean if you're disney who cares because either way I you mean, own the, the the top spot yeah it's like um but I, if you're marvel like, yeah, yeah you if know. you're marvel and if you're a fan like me I'm like no stop it here's the deal i'm curious how many people would actually go see avatar in theaters again i really don't think that many people would um this is the thing i never saw it in like imax chris are you telling me that you would go see it maybe but <laughs> But then, I, but then I'm contributing to the problem, so I don't really like that idea. You know, it just depends on how I'm, how I'm, deep your principles go. You know, what go, I'm really Chris? honestly surprised. <laughs> I'm surprised Star Wars doesn't hold that spot because um, yeah. apparently the uh, the re-releases back in the '90s, yeah, those. Um, or was that 2000s? And you'd have to adjust for inflation 2000s. as well with the older ones, obviously. Within the, you know, well, they, 70s. The, but they, they contribute to the same like box office total. Yeah. Yeah. Even, though, even though they had like graphical uh, enhancements. Enhancements, mm-hmm. yeah. They still mm-hmm. contribute to the same so box office. So you're telling total. me that what can happen is that they'll just release, like in 10 years, they'll release Endgame again with some graphical enhancements. Totally. Or, or an extra, like, extra scene or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. I love it. Now that's the news. Speaking of the people's champion, Marvel. The, uh, I about to say The Rock. That's who the people's champion is, John. I mean, of course. You've got this um, sorely wrong. <laughs> He's going to come through that wall and punch you in the face. I mean, honestly, like, you know, the uh, I, I like The Rock being the people's champion more than more than Marvel, you know. Yeah. Just, anyway, you know, just as a as general rock. The Rock's cool. Yeah. Rock's awesome. Rock is great. Um, but Chris, yeah. Marvel movies, San Diego Comic-Con. They announced a ton of stuff. Yeah, so uh, let's run through these. The real next quick. five years is that right? No, no it's not. No, they, not. They have planned the next five years of movies. I don't even think they said that because that's phase five. Did, they they didn't say that, did pretty, they? Pretty sure it was like through twenty twenty four. Like what's the was what, what, what was what phase five would put us at? Okay, uh, <laughs> that would be four four years. Yeah, no, well, it's twenty nineteen. This is twenty nineteen. Never mind. Five years. Hashtag numbers. All right, so. I'm going to pull from several sources here. Yeah. Some of which are of my own doing. What's hilarious to me, Chris, is that, like, let me run you down, like, my experience with this, like, all of this news. <laughs> yeah. My experience with this was, like, the other night I was, like, doing stuff, and then the, the night got completely derailed in my head, like, my, you know, my, uh, my thoughts. Yeah. Because you texted me a photo. <laughs> a photo of... A lot of movies. It's just a screenshot. That's, yeah, and it had like so many like weird questions where I was like, this could be totally fake, <laughs> but also it could be completely real. Like it was completely plausible, but also somewhat unbelievable. And then you started texting me like, oh no, this is legit. And I was like, oh man, here we go. Yeah, I think that was, I texted it to, uh, to uh, um, Jared Walker, J. Pinions as well. And his first thing, uh, let me see if I can find it. His first question, I think, was like, is this real? Yeah. 
Because like the the one that like really got me yeah, was goes, like the weird all font. That, that's all real. The the weird font going. What if you know? Yeah. Oh <laughs> like, yeah. That's the one yeah, that's, where I was yeah, like, this which is, is which like is weird. This is like super internet like fake kind of style stuff. Like if you were gonna do a leak, like you would do it like this. Yeah. All right. So let me do. Let me uh, let me do like the top top line headline, and then we'll dive deep. Okay. So I'm just gonna, literally gonna just gonna like go down. So there's uh, I'm down. Um, Blade movie. Wait, hang on. Let me go. Let me go backwards. Okay. Eternals movie, Falcon and Winter Soldier movie, Shang Chi, Shang Chi, The Legend of the Ten Rings, yeah, WandaVision, Loki, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, What If, Hawkeye, Thor: Love and Thunder, Black Widow, Blade. All right. So highlights here: the Black movie, Eternals movie with Angelina Jolie, Thor four. Thor Love and Thunder with Natalie Portman as Jane Thor. That blows my mind. That, yeah. That's the biggest one like, to me. I know. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is supposed to be the first Marvel Cinematic Universe scary movie and has Wanda Maximoff in it. And Blade is coming back with uh, with Marshala Ali as Blade. Dude, that one also got me pumped. I know. Like, I love Mahershala Ali. He's amazing. Okay, so, okay, uh, let's run through these real quick. Well, so they, Which, they funny story, up. he's already been in the Marvel Universe over in the Luke Cage Netflix series. He was the villain. That's not part of the real universe. And oh, that was the other <laughs> thing about this, too. So you'll notice in there, in that announcement, yeah. as part of Phase 4, yeah. are these, um, what are they calling it? Disney Plus? Disney Plus streaming-only yeah. shows. Mm-hmm. They will relate directly to the movies. They are in-universe with the actors. Um, and even things like, so the, uh, what if mm-hmm. is going to be, um, basically let's see here. I forget who it is. Why can't I find it? Anyway, it's going to feature all the original voice actors. That's well, awesome. It's, it's a cartoon. It's an animated. Right. Show. Um, okay. So let's run through the, at least the movies. We don't have ma- uh, release dates for the, um, actually, no, hang on, hang on. Let's get some details first. That's right. Actually, we'll do this together. All right. Black Widow is coming out May 2020. That's the first one out of the gate. So That's sooner for, than I thought, man, for the Black Widow movie. I don't, well, for the Black Widow, but like, but that means we don't have a Marvel movie this fall. I guess there's, they're right. leaving that spot for Star Wars. Yeah. Is what, the only thing I can think of. Well, that's what would fill that spot. Um, so, yeah. I mean, you, you would think that they, yeah, they want to give Star Wars some room after the last, like, the last Star Wars outing of uh, Solo, you yeah. know, it, it underperformed, and Marvel crowded crowded that totally. One. Uh, uh, starring Scarlett Johansson, David Harbour, Florence Pugh, O.T. Fagbini, and Rachel Weisz, directed by Kate Shortland. I'm excited, man. Yep, so um, pumped. I'm glad that it's real. I'm glad that it wasn't like, oh, these rumors they were all wrong. So then, Eternals comes out November sixth. 2020. So in 2020, we get two movies, only two movies, one in the spring, one in the fall. Um, so The Eternals, starring Angelina Jolie, Richard Madden, Kamal Nunjani, Lauren Ridloff, Brian Tyree Henry, Salma Hayek, Leah McHugh, and Don Lee, directed by Chloe Zao. That's awesome. It's- Angelina Jolie, Salma Hayek, like that's like... Totally, that, that blows my mind a little bit. Um, okay, so then, uh, then in February 2021, 
Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Let me get the, uh, pull that up. Starring Simo Liu, Aquafina, to, uh, Tony Lung, directed by Dustin Daniel Critton. Then, so this, this year we get three movies. Uh, then we have Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, which I love this name and Thor Love and Thunder. Mm-hmm. Both those names are on point. That's starring Benedict Cumberbatch and Elizabeth Olsen. Scott Derrickson returns as director. So that sounds that sounds pretty focused. Yeah. Which is pretty wild. Well, I mean, and then also that that one's further away. Like at this point, we're getting really, you know, further away. So it's like, oh, you know, you you maybe don't have your full cast. Like yeah. those are the, just the big two names of the it tells you like what kind of which heroes are gonna be in this. Yeah. Then Thor Love and Thunder. With Chris Hemsworth, Tessa Thompson, and Natalie Portman, with Taika Waititi as director. Uh, so that the, one was the awesome. story apparently behind this was that um, Taika Waititi, whenever Marvel approached him about doing this next uh, Thor movie, he was reading the um, the series of with Jane Thor awesome. at the time, and he was like, "I know what I want to do." That's awesome. Yeah, um, which is pretty cool. I love it. So, do Taika Waititi is awesome. No movie this fall. Only two in 2020, three in 2021. The movies that we know nothing about now mm-hmm. are Guardians 3, yeah. Black Panther 2, Captain Marvel 2. Like, we know that they're going to be there. We know that they exist. We know that they exist. Somewhere. Um, as well as uh, Spider-Man. Yeah. You would think, I mean, obviously, like, we, we had a conversation maybe off mic with Jay Pinions where uh, he was talking about how, like, the speculation that the deal was if if this Spider-Man didn't break a certain number of dollars, they wouldn't have, like, the rights would revert fully back to Sony. But uh, obviously, like, Spider-Man um, Far From Home did, did incredibly well, so. Yeah, I know. Um, so, so you would think that that's got to fit in there somewhere, but like, obviously like, you know, they've got to save something, Chris, maybe it's, maybe it would fall in one of the years that only has the two movies or three movies. So so those don't fit in phase four. Also blade doesn't fit in phase four. They've said, Hmm. so because we didn't get a release date for that. Yeah. That's just like, that's somewhere else just out there yeah um it's funny like to have like the guardians of the galaxy for instance like uh, james gunn actually tweeted out a, you sent me a tweet of his like where it was like um he guardians says quote is- sorry to disappoint guardians volume three is happening but i'm finishing the suicide squad first heart emoji yeah and he's they've also said he's also since said on twitter i think uh that guardians for sure chronologically happens after thor love and thunder interesting so like the everyone's ideas about thor going out with all the guardians is probably not going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's also interesting. So, well, it also is- frees. I think that frees up because I was never like we saw that smash up in, and it was fantastic in Infinity War and in Endgame a little bit. But uh, I don't necessarily need him to join them for Guardians of the Galaxy. Like I would rather yeah. th- that story just be whatever it needs to be for you know whatever James Gunn wants to to, to do. Right. Um, so I'm trying to like, I'm looking through these. So then uh, that leaves four phase four mm-hmm. that leaves the TV shows. Looks like, is that, okay. Spring, um, uh, spring. Okay. So the order for this, it's crazy. Okay. All right. All right. I got it. <laughs> 
figured it out? I figured it out. All right. Okay. So the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, that's coming out fall 2020. So nothing this year. We don't get anything, any Marvel TV shows until yeah. next year, next fall. Yeah. So it's like a year from whenever uh, Disney Plus launched, uh, it'll happen. Yeah. Then in spring 2021, we get Loki and WandaVision. Yeah. Those are two separate shows. So to talk about like which how this fits in with some of the movies, Black Widow is the only thing that will happen before Falcon and Winter Soldier show okay. comes out. And then the Eternals and Shang-Chi will have happened whenever uh, WandaVision and Loki come out. When are they? That is November 6th, 2020, and then February uh, 12th, okay. 2021. So then Loki and WandaVision happen. Yep, in spring, so shortly after Shang-Chi uh-huh. uh, comes out. And then in fall 2021, oh, sorry, first summer 2021 is what if. Yep, and then the only thing that happened in between there would be the Doctor Strange and the um, Multiverse of so Madness. Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness. I feel and like then, that could easily like spin into some of the what yeah. if stuff. And then Hawkeye, fall 2021. Um, and then uh, that's the end of the TV show. So then what's that last movie? Thor is the last movie. Thor, Love and Thunder. Yeah, and that's, that's November 4th. Well, the other thing that's crazy, like if you think about we've basically had, we normally ending out a phase is some kind of Avengers team-up movie. Yeah, big movie. Not in there. Yeah. Thor, Love and Thunder is it. I mean, you, Which, you know. What if they made that a team-up movie? Honestly, like it could be, but I feel like it's it's probably got enough Will moving. the Hulk be there? I don't know. Like, I feel like it's got enough moving, moving parts. Because, uh, I mean, you already have like, you have, you know, Thor, you have uh, Jane Foster now like in there, like Jane yeah. Foster, Thor are going to yeah. be in there. And then um, obviously you have uh, Valkyrie. Yeah. I mean, it's like there's a lot of, lot of things happening in that movie already. So, uh, so the Falcon and Winter Soldier starring Anthony Mackie, Sebastian Stan, and Daniel Bruhl. Um, let's see here. WandaVision starring Elizabeth Olsen, Paul Bettany, and Tayana Paris. Uh, Loki starring Tom Hiddleston. I'm excited. I think I'm most excited of the shows about that one right I'm ex- now. I'm excited about that one. I'm excited I'm excited for What If just to see what it is. So it yeah. says uh, the, uh, the first animated series in the MCU was Jeffrey Wright as the voice of The Watcher and many actors from across the MCU reprising their roles as voice talent. Cool. That could be really cool. It could be really cool. Then Hawkeye starring Jeremy Renner, and it will introduce Kate Bishop. Cool. I like that. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, hopefully they borrow from the the Hawkeye story, uh, the Matt Fraction Hawkeye uh, graphic novels or or the run that he had on that, because that was a fantastic (laughs) Hawkeye The crazy thing to me is like, so I, I just don't know. I just don't know what the Eternals will be. Like, I know, like... I feel I feel like that seems like something that would normally come near the end of a uh, of the uh, phase. The phase. Hmm. I don't know. Like Maybe at, since then, Feige has like said like before moving forward that um, or alluded to the fact that we would have shorter phases moving forward, which yeah. I'm okay with. It also seems like it just seems odd that like you know where the phases don't necessarily aren't don't involve these big huge team up movies which kind of makes me be like well then what is what how do you how do you define internally as marvel what a phase is yeah and it's like is this a like is it is it oh we want to get to this point in a ongoing story or it's like we want to set up these pins so we can knock them down in the next phase or like whatever cuz yeah you're right like we just finished phase three. I feel like phase two was kind of a building phase in in that way. Totally, but still had had an Avengers movie in there, right? We definitely did, and but like, 
it built for till phase four and then we kind of like just did the things or in phase three and so i wonder if phase four is kind of building for what will be phase five and, and maybe 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 they uh, so what okay so here's the other piece uh in the talk Fahey said he didn't have time to talk about fantastic four and That's mutants right. Right. which implies that he will at some point which they have to well, so what if they were looking forward and saying okay we want to get to mutants and uh, Fantastic Four and all these Fox properties as yeah. fast as we possibly can. Mm-hmm. We can't do that until 2022. So let's make that the start of a new phase. So that means yeah. phase four just like naturally has to end in two years. Yeah. I mean, that's possible. And it's also, you know, possible. They've said they've mapped out phase five. Right. And so like, that's what I'm saying. Like if, if this is, if phase four is two years from now, yeah. you figure that phase five has got to be at least two years, yeah, three years, you know, probably. So that's yeah. where we're taking it to like, they've planned out for five years or so. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, man, it's, it, there's so many moving things. Cause like now you have these, like this, these are some new, like the Eternals, um, Shang-Chi and you have a lot of things like, oh, and we also have the sequels, yeah. you know? to the very successful movies that we had in this past phase, like Black Panther and Captain Marvel. And so you want to get those in. And then now we've just gotten the rights to literally like dozens of Every other viable, want. viable characters. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like, man, where do they even fit into these plans at this point? Right. Like where it's like, how, how much can you really cram in of new characters? So it'll, it'll be interesting to see how they bring things like the X-Men into the, to the universe because, um, I was, uh, uh, Josh Hancock has been on the, uh, the show before I was talking, we were talking this week and, um, he brought up the fact that you can't really use Magneto and Dr. Xavier's, uh, backstory where, you know, it started back in world war two and all this kind of stuff because otherwise like they would have been present during yeah. this recent, like the first three phases. Right. And so it'll be interesting. It'll be kind of like, okay, well, you know how they, they kind of altered Peter Parker's backstory mm-hmm. in a way. Um, it'll, they'll have to do the same almost with the X-Men unless we like, I mean, honestly, Peter Parker, everything. they literally just made him younger, you know, where it's like, Oh, he's, he's not been around because totally. But he hasn't not, been around. But that's know? not, I mean, in two other movie franchises, that's not where it started. You know? Right. Well, and you also figure like, there's so much, perceived history with specifically like Xavier or is in the house or like whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like at the school going like, I mean, it's basically in every movie that we've seen him in aside from, um, the ones that were period pieces, like back in, in time, the school already exists and cause mm-hmm. otherwise you have no stories to tell. So I wonder if maybe they'll like introduce them that way where it's like, like he's Oh, a professor somewhere. Yeah, he's like he has, a, you know, he's he a professor, a but like then, then he gets power somehow. Yeah. Like it's, I don't know. It's it, the, the gene kicks in or maybe he's been in, in hiding in some way. Or maybe it's like an alternate universe or something like that that crashes. I mean, they're, they're yeah. starting to explore the multi, like with the Dr. Multiverse. Strange, the yeah. multiverse. Yeah, and uh, you figure like the what if, like that kind of implies to me like a, a multiverse of sorts. Yeah, like, you're right. Totally. Um, you know, Elseworlds kind of stories, like in, in that case, in my mind. Um, but the uh, the fascinating thing to me about the mutants is that if we don't introduce them until phase five, we can lay the groundwork for them all mm-hmm. the way through this phase. Totally. And so that's probably what's going to happen. Like they're probably like, oh yeah, we definitely do need that time jump okay we had a time jump in the avengers i think that gives us five years yeah. right you know okay can we eke another like couple of years out of this in, yeah. in their timeline or whatever so i don't know so this is the thing this is let me cast you my vision okay. you know how i had that vision of like uh you know how they should in the post-credit scene uh show highlight spider-man yeah 
they didn't do it. Ah, bummer. Like that was missed opportunity. That is a missed All opportunity. Right. So after every one of these these uh, movies, all we have to see, you just hear sounds, mm. and you see like a few frames ah. of a bald head. Interesting. Or a few frames of Wolverine's claws popping out. Yeah. Or or there's like a kid like in a classroom and they're like, "Hey, Scott," and then he like turns around and like he's got glasses, like red glasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that, I'm, I'm down with that. Like yeah. that sounds awesome. Like yeah. where they introduce like a new mutant every single like uh, post credit sequence and it's yes. like, oh, every single one. We're fine with this now. Like and you, you just never know when it's coming. Yeah, and you don't. You know, you can fill in the gaps later. Right. So yeah, I'm down with that, Chris. Totally down. Um, so that's it. That's all I have to say. I'm very excited. Really excited. I like. I love the. What's fact your most anticipated? Oh man, that's a great question. Um, Thor: Love and Thunder. Yeah, hundred percent. Me too. Uh, especially with, I mean, with where Thor's at right now as a character. Uh, I love the 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 version of Thor that Chris Hemsworth is playing. I love yeah. like Taika Waititi as director. I love yeah. the fact that freaking Natalie Portman's coming back yeah. to be Jane Thor. I never thought that Jane oh Thor would gosh. ever happen. Well, like, that, I, but, I literally like, I and mean, we had a conversation where I was like, it's it, because like it didn't ever seem like she wanted to do it again. Yeah, more than that, I'm like, I didn't seem like Natalie Portman would ever really come. I mean, I know we know, yeah. I know she did, we did, she did for Endgame. Yeah, and we talked about how like crazy that was about how short that scene was. Yeah. for no, you know, like she didn't even have a line. I, mean, I think she did. She asked for something. She oh, asked for like a robe or like. Do does have any on. other clothes or something like that? Yeah. yeah. Um, well, that could have been from the other movie. I that's feel true. Like. That's true. They could have just brought B B roll. Totally. Uh, and so, I was super surprised though that she, like she came back. Like yeah. I, I think she's a great actress. So oh, she's dude, obviously the Academy fantastic. Award. I think she's won an Academy Award. I think for uh, Black Swan maybe. Um, but like you know, I don't know. Like I just didn't see her ever coming back, and here she is. Yeah. I mean, I guess like you know, we talked about how like. Chris Hemsworth had said that after Thor two, like he was kind of just like kind of done with the character. If it didn't get like better in Thor three, which was, yeah. he was contractually obligated for that. And then the next Avengers like movies. Um, and so he was like, well, I might be done after that if it doesn't get better. And then like they, you know, Taika Waititi came in as the director and like, they just did their thing yeah. and he loved it. Yeah. And there it was. So yeah, it's, yeah. It, so hopefully like that's, you know, it's like, Oh, well take out TT. Let's get, let's go. Let's but, do this. Like, I think my, the biggest thing about phase four is like, I'm glad that, you know, like it wasn't just a big shift to all the new quote unquote Marvel characters. Yeah. Like we have Thor, yeah. we have Hawkeye, yeah. we have black widow. Like yeah. that's still like, that's I mean, point. except for uh very noticeable absentees, yeah. you know, from the Avengers. I'm going to go ahead and lay this out there, though, Chris. Yeah. The Black Widow movie should have been like a phase two movie. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know the story. That's, like, true. I mean, That's true. I mean, at this point, like, in it, terms it'll of be fan, like fan, like the effect that they wanted it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in terms of like, will this fit story wise? Like, will somehow the, the story arc work? The fact that it's in the past. I kind of actually like that. Like, I think we've talked about it before. Yeah. Like, it's kind of, it's kind of, um, uh, you think about history, mm -hmm. you know, and like things that happen now had roots, you know, like 10 years ago mm -hmm. and then things and things overlap constantly. So like, even though we think of like, well, the seventies and eighties and nineties, those like the things that are happening, like if you watch the Netflix, uh, 
um, documentaries uh, that um, Tom Hanks did on the on those decades. Like you can see, where like well, they, they overlap a lot more. Like disco music spanned the seventies and eighties. Like yeah, and, like, there wasn't really a hard line, and so it makes more. It, 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 it's more realistic. I feel like for these phases to kind of like the fact that maybe things that really affect phase four were happening back in you know, way before even phase one yeah. chronologically. Yeah. You know, it's like, I like that idea. At yeah, least. That idea is really cool. And that's how comics generally are. Like totally. where they're like, Oh, well let's go fill in the, that two year gap in, yeah. you know, whatever in Batman's life. And it's like, yeah. okay, sweet. And you get really cool things in that case, like Batman year one, or like, you know, you get just interesting stories. Um, because you are not beholden to some ongoing, ever advancing timeline. Right. Um, where it's like, oh, the next movie has to be after the other movies or whatever. Like, I, I appreciate the fact that, like, you can, if you jump around, you can tell, in my mind, like, more meaningful stories. Yeah, there's just some richness there. Yeah. It's like you're, you know, not just looking at the most current thing. You're looking at, like, what was the most important thing? Because that's the thing. Like, you think about, like, you know, well, you love, like, hearing, okay, well, what, you know, the story about, we always love, we all love, like, um, not coming of age. That's the wrong name. Uh, the, uh, uh, not origin stories, but like you look at like um Lincoln that um uh came out with Daniel Day Lewis as Lincoln. Oh yeah. Like I thought you were talking about the Vampire. Slayer. Oh yeah, well, Abraham Lincoln yeah. Vampire Slayer, John. <laughs> vampire Hunter. Um, <laughs> no, the, like uh, Link, and and you like you like seeing him and like what made him into who he is. Um, obviously all the vampires around. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you like seeing like, okay, we know where they end up. So we know where like, you know, we yeah. know where eventually like uh, Black Widow ends yeah. up as a character. Well, let's see like how they got there. Yeah. I kind of like doing that after the fact. It's kind of Marvel flipping it on its head a little bit. We're like, yeah. we know you're all tired of origin stories. Mm-hmm. And so we kind of like stopped telling them to you. And now we're going to like tell one to you like, and it might not even be an origin story. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know. I think it's been fun. I I hope that, like, this phase, like, they do get away from some of the, like, more origin-y type feeling stories. Or, like, they get away, you know, get away from, like, in the new characters, like, feeling like they have to do the same kind of things. Or, Mm -hmm. like, you know, the same introductions. Like, I would rather, like, have, like, more variety in the Marvel Universe in that way. So, we'll see. But I do find it curious that, you know, like, they're not doing Guardians. They're not doing Black Panther. They're not, you know... It blows the, my mind. That's kind of crazy it to me. It blows my mind that we haven't talked about Black Panther 2 yet. Like, yeah. Because I feel like there's like they, that is rich. Like you can you can do an ongoing story from what like after Endgame, Black Panther is doing this. Yeah, like I, I, and I feel like it'd be interesting. I'm interested to find out what I'm that interested, would be. I'm interested like uh, like I what think What does Wakanda look like after the war and everything? Well, that's what I was about to say. I think like Black Panther interests me now more than or Black Panther 2 interests me now more than it would have before that because like one of my biggest like problems with the movie in general is just the fact that it's so disconnected from the rest of the world and this like as is necessary by the inherent setup of like the Wakanda but yeah totally yeah. but well and but now it's not now it's now not, everyone yeah. knows it's there and um and they had to deal with the aftermath of uh Thanos and the snap and everything like yeah. 
what happened there. Like, yeah. I want to know. It's interesting, like in uh, in some of the like animated stuff that they've had with uh, with the Avengers as well as like Black Panther. Like, there's you know, I hope they kind of go the route of like, oh, well, how does Wakanda's technology affect the rest of the world, and how is it getting out? Like, they're, you know, in the in the cartoons, like they'll do like, oh, there's a black market for Wakanda technology because mm-hmm. it's, it's so advanced, and so like people will come in and steal it, and so like all this stuff, and you have to like go hunt it down or whatever. Like, there's lots of th- cool things that can happen whenever Wakanda does interact with. The rest of the world and well, so, i mean yeah. like yeah i mean i mean just like at a first glance like the easy way to do that is you know you look at um the alien tech that ended up in new york after the first avengers attack and that shows up in spider-man yeah and so like you then you have okay well we have villains with these weapons we need to like be able to fight them or something like that yeah. that'd be really cool i mean honestly like there's like i said that story is like feels like it's rich to tell that story nowhere on the map yet no but i'm assuming like that'll be the like Early phase five, hopefully. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. I mean, again, uh, I don't know. It's interesting. Like, someone asked Faye, like, hey, why don't you map out the next, like, basically the next 10 years like you did way back in the day? And he was like, well, I feel like announcing 10 different projects, you know, spanning movies and television for phase four is a pretty robust offering. And I agree. <laughs> yeah, it is. You know, we're... It's a little much to talk about, you yeah, know? Yeah. Um, but I, I do also love the fact that they've mapped out phase five and like they're thinking that far ahead. So like, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I, I'm okay if they take their time. Yeah. I feel like it also gives people like gives these properties room to be excited about them. And room like, to especially breathe. The it TV gives the whole stuff. universe time to breathe. Yeah. Yeah. And like the TV stuff, like we've never done that before. Like we've never done the, yeah. you know, the Disney plus thing. So it's like, oh, well, we can, well, this is really the, I mean, just give it room. This is really truly the first time. I mean, clone wars or like, uh, rebels, like they are in universe, but like this is multiple shows, yeah, uh, spanning two years mm-hmm. that will tie into all these movies. That's pretty wild, dude. Mm-hmm. This is this is like uncharted territory. Yeah, I mean, and having the outlet of Disney Plus and like the we've talked about that app before and how about, whoa when they think that they will you know be making money or like oh we're not gonna make money until 2025 or something like that so like this will go a long way for that too like to support that i'm gonna subscribe to it huge initiative within the company so like yeah i mean like announcing these as as if they are big 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 movies like that you are a must watch television right it's like this is as as big of an event as another movie would have been so rather than announce you know 10 movies we're announcing 10 different things five of them are shows and like the you know yeah. the others are movies so yeah it's, it's like it's 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 fascinating to watch the moves from a not just marvel perspective but from like a disney company yeah uh, perspective so totally well that's it for this week next week we are going to talk about gamestop's recent woes and where we see them moving in the future if anywhere <laughs> you can find us online at standtargetpodcast.com <laughs> Uh, on social at twi- Chris Wright two five zero and John Wright seven 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 and at Stan Target Pod, that was appropriately like I was I, I I meant to cast some doom and gloom. Yeah, I mean I'm down with that, Chris. I mean I'm I'm down down with yeah. the uh, with the oh man, no, it's I almost like did the dun dun man just R I P GameStop. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, go to your podcast service of choice. Review us. Tell all your friends about us. Really, really, really appreciate it. Yes, we do. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay Stay on Target. Target.